the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. With SRN News, I'm Rich Thomason in Washington. A pledge from President Trump. I will never let you down. Mr. Trump at this morning's 67th annual National Prayer Breakfast in Washington. That gathering bringing together prominent American religious and political leaders. The president winning big applause for his pro-life stance. All children, born and unborn, are made in the holy image of God. The president, speaking of his administration's efforts to protect religious freedom, combat human trafficking, and win the release of prisoners of conscience worldwide. It's President Trump's third national prayer breakfast. Word this morning from the Labor Department that unemployment claims dropped by 19,000 last week, falling to a low 234,000. Stocks in the red on Wall Street this morning, the Dow down 193 points. This is SRN News. February is American Heart Month. According to the Center for Disease Control and Prevention, cardiovascular disease is the leading cause of death in the United States. One in every three deaths is from heart disease and stroke, equaling about 2,200 deaths per day. Prevention starts with everyone. To learn more about risks and prevention, visit cdc.gov. This month's Wellness Spotlight is brought to you by Wellness Radio 1570. Stream online at TwinCitiesWellnessRadio.com or tune in with our free mobile app. From the Eagle Wellness Studios on this Thursday, I'm Lee Michaels. Thanks for being with us here. Of course, you can listen to Wellness 1570 on your smartphone, on TuneIn, iHeartRadio, on your Amazon smart speaker. Made it very convenient, especially for people who live out of town. They know they can stream us and get all the great health and wellness programming. Like, like it matters radio with us next. A winter weather advisory in effect for today. Some snow showers, blustery conditions, temperatures falling throughout the day and could see an additional two to four inches of snow. This is America's Lifestyle Coach with today's Health Minute. Please visit us at OnCallRadio.com. Sam from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania writes, Dr. Ray, so recently my doctor has diagnosed me with an enlarged prostate. What should I do? Well, an enlarged prostate, several things. First, you want to make sure you maintain healthy testosterone levels. That's the primary male hormone. There's a byproduct of testosterone called DHT or dihydrotestosterone. It's the culprit. It's the one that causes the prostate to become enlarged. So you want to make sure you continually eat an avocado every single day. An avocado a day keeps prostate issues away. It contains a component in it called beta cysteine which protects the prostate every single time. Also, salt palmetto, pumpkin seed oil, and zinc. Zinc is the number one mineral that we as men need to protect our prostate and also to keep healthy testosterone levels. My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a neurologist is to evaluate as precisely as possible the cause 
the way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. Individuals calling the office are often concerned with what plans we participate with. I have elected to abandon participation in all network plans. The reason is that it gives me liberty to provide our patients what they need, not what the insurance company tells me I'm allowed to provide. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthstarPainCare.com. Again, NorthstarPainCare.com. remember when we found out we were expecting you and we were so surprised. You were? Yep, but then we heard your heartbeat and knew you were going to change our lives. What happened after that? Well, you grew and grew in my tummy. You started kicking, sucking your thumb, and even making a fist. No wonder I was a surprise. Hello, my name is Marianne Koharski. I'm the director of Pro-Life Across America. If you know someone who is pregnant or in need of alternatives or assistance or would like to support the work of Pro-Life Across America, please call one 800 360 or visit our website at prolifeacrossamerica.org. Or better yet, simply dial pound 250 on your cell phone and say the key word pro-life. Pro-Life Across America is non-political and totally educational. A baby's heart is beating 18 days from conception. Views expressed on the following program do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? If you want to be inspired, get help in becoming all you can be, the time is now for Like It Matters Radio with your host, Mr. Scott V. Black. Welcome to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, like it matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And, uh, you know, I'm excited that you choose to join me every single day. You know, time is that one commodity uh, that is not replaceable. Everything else is replaceable. You know, we can get a new heart, we can get a new kidney. I can get a new radio station. I can get a new uh, producer. Uh, I could uh, get a new wife. Uh, you could get a, another child. Uh, you could get uh, actually a new thought process. But you know one thing you can't get more of, something new? It is time. Once you spend your time, it's a limited quantity. It's the rarest of, of precious items because it's a limited quantity. And once it's spent, it's gone. It's a canceled check. And so I want to thank you for spending that rarest of commodity with me. Uh, and I asked 60 minutes. Yep, I'm asking for 60 minutes, actually technically 48, about 48 minutes and a few seconds uh, to work on you, you know, to, to be the change that you want to see in this world. And today uh, we're going to get real. Today we're going to talk about hurting people, hurting people. Because one thing in common is most people out there hurt uh, different levels of pain, uh, different varying uh, causes of that pain, if you will. Uh, but one thing that is common with all human beings is we hurt. And, you know, it, it's one of those great choices in life. Because since we all hurt, uh, we have a choice. We have a choice. What do we do with that pain? Because left on default... Hurting people hurt people. That's just automatic. 
When someone's uh, having a bad day, uh, we're great martial artists. We block and we attack. We block and we attack. Why do you think a lot of people don't want to admit their shortcomings? Uh, because they're afraid once you open the door to self-criticism and you start it, uh, then life's going to need a 15-yard penalty for unnecessary roughness. Once you open that door, you're afraid it ain't going to stop. And so I want you to know, you know, hurting people, hurting people. You look around the, the country and it's getting terrible. It's getting worse and worse and worse. Uh, and today we're going to go deep. Today we're going to get real. Uh, so uh, I'm going to give you a warning. You might want to bring your uh, scuba gear. Because we're going to go deep. You know, I love that warning. Uh, this show, uh, maybe the views of this show may not be the views of this station. May not be, but they might be. Common sense, for whatever reason, isn't so common anymore. And, you know, uh, there's a book out there by Dr., uh, what is it, Bruce Lipton, I think is his name. I think it's Bruce. Uh, it's called Biology of Belief. It was a bestseller years ago, years ago. And um, uh, Mr. Uh, Lipton uh, came up with this concept called uh, epigenetics. Epigenetics. And maybe he didn't come up with the concept. It's a, it's a field of study. I highly recommend Dr. Caroline Leaf does a lot of work. I talk about her a lot. But uh, Dr. L uh, Bruce Lipton was, I think, the first time I heard that term epi epigenetics uh, in the book Biology of Belief. And he says in that book that what we've always believed about what drove the cell, the nucleus, we've been wrong. He's a microbiologist. He's a Darwinist. Uh, I think he's a, a tenure professor at University of Wisconsin Medical School, which I, I believe is one of the best schools out there. And he said uh, we've been wrong. He said we've always believed that the nucleus drove the cell. And he said we're wrong. He said uh, it's the cell membrane that actually directs the cell. And so this is pretty much a quote from the book. He said, so technically, we are a community of 300 trillion cells, all driven by their environment. Did you hear that? That's pretty powerful. All driven by their environment. What does that matter? Because we take our pain, if we're not conscious of it, if we don't use it properly, and we create an environment that hurts other people. You know, I think it was the Dalai Lama that said, uh, there are only two days in the year that nothing can be done. One is called yesterday, and the other is called tomorrow. So today is the right day to love, believe, do, and mostly live. The problem is most people are living in their past. And it wasn't Leo Sub. He gets credit for everything out there that nobody knows who said it. I don't know who said this. But it's an interesting concept. Quote, if you are depressed, you are living in the past. If you are anxious, you are living in the future. If you are at peace, you are living in the present. Now, that's a nice thought, but not technically accurate. But it is true that uh, in the past, when we get focused on the past, we live in the three R's of survival. Regret, resentment, and resistance. And that does create a depression. And, you know, tomorrow is no guarantee. And a lot of you worry. You get preoccupied. And the problem is you can't be living in the now moment and be preoccupied at the same time. See... Orson Sweat Martin said this, Every man or woman is a stranger to their greatest strength, their mightiest power, until the test of a great responsibility, a critical emergency, or a supreme crisis calls it out. Be grateful for those challenges. They awaken the giant in us. Let me suggest that they used to awaken the giant in us. But now we're creating these snowflakes. we got parents that don't know how to teach their kids how to deal with their pain. 
And you got to understand that pain is part of this experience called life. Matter of fact, Henry Wadsworth Longfellow put it best. He said, believe me, every man has his secret sorrow, which the world knows not. And oftentimes we call a man cold when he's only sad. And one of my favorite quotes about pain is from John MacArthur. He says, you can exercise and sustain personal leadership only to the extent of your capacity to bear pain. If you can't bear your own pain, then you can't really lead. If you can respond to and bear only the pain of your family, then your family represents the full scope of your leadership potential. If, however, by God's grace, you can recognize and bear the pain of those around you, then the breadth of your leadership potential is limited only by the scope of your burden and your capacity. And that's what I'm talking about. Creating children and, and people in this world that know how to process through pain. You know, while General Douglas MacArthur was stationed in Australia and acting as Supreme Commander of Allied Forces in the Southwest Pacific, he penned this prayer for his only son, Arthur. He said, Build me a son, O Lord, who will be strong enough to know when he is weak and brave enough to face himself when he's afraid, one who will be proud and unbending and honest defeat and humble and gentle in victory. Build me a son whose wishes will not take the place of deeds, a son who will know thee, and that to know himself is the foundation stone of knowledge. Lead him, I pray, not in the path of ease and comfort, but under the stress and spur of difficulties and challenge. Here let him learn to stand up in the storm. Here let him learn compassion for those who fail. Build me a son whose heart will be clear, whose goal will be high, a son who will master himself before he seeks to master other men, one who will reach into the future, yet never forget the past. And after all these things are his, add, I pray, enough of a sense of humor, so that he may always be serious, yet never take himself too seriously. Give him humility, so that he may always remember the simplicity of true greatness, the open mind of true wisdom, and the weakness of true strength. Then I... His father will dare to whisper, I have not lived in vain. And see, ladies and gentlemen, here's the question today. What to do with the pain? Because we live in a suicide culture. Whether you're talking about Kate Spade or Anthony Bourdain, you know, two people who had everything in life, everything in life, fame, fortune. They could go anywhere they want. They had the ultimate privilege of money and fame. And they took their lives. Matter of fact, if you look at the top 10 killers of people today, do you realize that suicide is in the top 10 killers of people? And what it is, there's a part of us that is in so much pain. There's a part of us that's hurting so bad that that part of us says, let me help you. Let me ease the pain. And then we take our life. We take a permanent solution to a temporary problem. But as leaders of people, as leaders of our life, as leaders of our family, we must know how to process this thing called pain. Because as different as the world wants to tell us we are, can I tell you something? We are far more similar. We're all living human beings. We all have pain and fear. We all want to love and be loved, just like everybody else we pass on the street. So I am Mr. Black. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. Today we're talking about hurting people. Here's what a pastor from North Carolina who served for 33 years said about Leadership Awakening. If you don't think you need it, you're probably the one that needs it the most. 
you know, I was one of those, been there, done that, and I've been through some powerful things. Most of them have been ministry-related, and I mean, I'm, I've been in the hearing and in the presence of some of the best speakers about Christian things that the world knows, and I've been encouraged, and I've been excited, and I've been given energy. Honestly, this did something for me that none of those ever did, and I'm not sure ever could, because it presented to me some methodologies and some practical principles that I had never learned, and it has made a tremendous impact on my life. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis, March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitments. So you've been exploring solutions for your hair loss. You've seen ads from the national chains. You've researched the alternative products that cost a fortune, but there seem to be no guarantees. So here's good news for you. This is Dennis Prager. Go to INeedMoreHair.com and see what their hair transplant specialists are doing for men and women like you. The consultations are free. Their doctors have given patients in Hollywood and worldwide a full head of hair. They can do the same for you. You'll see a more confident reflection of yourself. In fact, they guarantee your results in writing, and their prices are some of the best in the business, as low as $3 per graft. So stop searching and go to INeedMoreHair.com. Call their office in Egan for your free consultation. Get the permanent solution to your hair loss at INeedMoreHair.com. INeedMoreHair.com. Experience you can trust. Prices you can afford. If listening to Mr. Black on Like It Matters Radio is not enough, if you need more of him, here's one option for your Mr. Black fix. Like It Matters Way of Warrior is his daily blog that can be delivered directly to you. Each day, he chooses a word from the Book of Wisdom and expands and illuminates the scripture to allow for application. Go to wayofwarrior.blog, click the follow button, and join the daily blog. For more of Mr. Black, go to wayofwarrior.blog. That's wayofwarrior.blog. Raise the bar with Mr. Black. In addition to Like It Matters Radio, Mr. Black is available for life caddy work. One-on-one coaching to help you achieve your dreams. Need a keynote speaker? Mr. Black will personalize a message for your audience. He also provides customized training for your business or organization. And of course, who can forget Like It Matters Leadership Awakening Training, where thousands of lives have been transformed. All at likeitmatters.net. Raise the bar with Mr. Black at likeitmatters.net. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And today we're getting real. We're getting real, we're getting real, we're getting real, because, man, there is, it's such a painful world out there. Such a painful world, and to see it all over. I mean, we live in a suicide culture. It's now one of the top ten killers of people. Uh, I mean, People take their lives. That's how in top 10, how people die, by removing their own existence. Man, it's got to be a lot of pain if you think about that. A lot of pain. And see, pain is part of life. Uh, I mean, there's birthing pain. Just when a woman's given birth before a child, as, as that child is moved around the womb, experiences pain and trauma as things are coming together. Uh, man, I got four babies. Uh, actually, three of them are fairly grown up. One of them is a four-year-old, Benaya. But just the pain as they're growing, their teeth come in painful. 
Uh, they got leg pains because they're growing. Uh, they got intestinal things, colic, because those are intestines are coming in. They're learning how to process food. You know, they call them growing pains because life is painful. You can go back to Genesis 3, the fall of the garden, where for men they got to toil in the soil. It's a painful life working. And women will have uh, uh, enmity uh, with this world, enmity with men, and they will have birthing pains. I mean, it's part of the fall of man, from a, a, bro a fallen man to a, a perfect God. And so pain is part of the experience. And so the key to life is what do you do with the pain? Because it's going to be there. But unless we process it properly, unless we do something about it, unless we scratch these programs that are going on around us, uh, it's never going to change. And see, I work with patterns. That is my forte. That is my master's in neurolinguistic programming. It's all about how. And whenever you're dealing with patterns, it's a simple uh, three-step process. Number one, you identify the pattern. Number two, ask yourself this question, is this getting me what I want? Now, what's presupposed in there is that you know what you want. And believe it or not, most people don't know what they want. Oh, they have a list. They have a plethora of things they don't want. But if you understand the reticular activating system, you understand how we're made, how God made us, when you focus on what you don't want, you actually move in that direction because your reticular activating system, your RAS, does not pick up negative programming. So what I tell you right now, do whatever you want in your mind's eye. Imagine whatever you want, but don't picture the Statue of Liberty. Whatever you do, don't think about the Statue of Liberty, and you can't stop it because your mind is six times faster than you can talk. And so, first of all, you identify the pattern that's going on around you. Question number two, ask this question, is this getting me what I want? And let's be honest, let's look around America today. Forget the world. It's not getting us what we want. It's a joke. We are cruel to each other. We're destroying each other. It's okay to mock the president if you don't like him, but we couldn't mock Barack Obama. Those of us that didn't like him, if we did that, we were racist. But it's okay for other people now to mock this president. We're supposed to believe all women when they accuse us of, of, of sexual misconduct. Only if you're a Republican. Only if you're running for Supreme Court as a Republican. But not if you're the lieutenant governor in Virginia. Not if you're the attorney general in Minnesota. That's different because if you have a D after your name, you don't have to do all that stuff. See, at some point, we've got to change the pattern. At some point, we've got to quit teaching our kids it's okay to do it uh, if, it's, if it uh, supports you, if it promotes you. At some point, we need to have values. Go back to, that's what America used to stand for, having real values. Not having one set of standards for everybody else and one set of standards for yourself. Abigail Van Buren said the best index to a person's character is how he treats people who can't do him any good and how he treats people who can't fight back. And based on that pattern, we are doing terrible in this country. August Wilson said, you know, confront the dark parts of yourself and work to banish them with illumination forgiveness. Your willingness to wrestle with your demons will cause your angels to sing. Abraham Lincoln put it simply, nearly all men can stand adversity. But if you want to test a man's character, give him power. So we elect Democrats now to run the House. And Oswald Patton applauds out, great job, Nancy Pelosi. You created a brand new applause, the F.U. applause, because we brag about how disrespectful they treated Trump. It's funny. 
But yet, that's the message we're sending to our kids. It's the pattern. And it creates all this pain because kids are confused because they're told one thing and then they're seeing something different. And that confusion just creates more pain in people. This is called The Pain by Rihanna Franklin. And this is what a lot of people feel. The pain that you feel but can't touch, a pain you know of but can't explain, a pain so fierce you go insane. The unknown pain that clutches your heart and burns in your soul. The pain in your life too strong to carry on. The unknown pain that clouds your mind and devours your every thought. The pain of broken promises, broken dreams. The pain that's unheard of. The pain that's not seen. And this pain is big. How about this one? From uh, 2619, Michigan boy, 13, kills himself after being bullied on school bus, mom says. A 13-year-old boy in Michigan committed suicide last month after being relentlessly bullied on his school bus. His mother told local news media Michael Martin, an 8th grade student in Everett High School, died January 25th at a hospital two days after he attempted suicide at his home in Lansing. Martin was tormented on the school bus over his weight, glasses, and braces in the months leading to his death, his mother, Joanna Wolfert, told the paper. Wolfert said her son missed 33 days of school since September due to bullying. Wolfert told the paper she had received, uh, reached out to the Lansing School District and the bus company that services the district, but both failed to investigate the alleged bullying. She said, quote, I know that some schools are overwhelmed with kids, but if you have a parent that's reaching out to you and trying to get help for their child, why wouldn't you reach back? Why wouldn't you do something? He was going through a dark time and nobody cared. Nobody paid attention to him. That's sad. He was going through a dark time and nobody cared. Nobody paid attention to him. You know what I do? I can tell you that most of the people you see at work today are doing the same thing. Most of the people that you pass on the street as you go home today are doing the same thing. How about this? Boy 10 kills himself after being bullied for wearing a colostomy bag. This was January 23rd, 2019. A 10-year-old Kentucky boy allegedly committed suicide after he was repeatedly tormented at school for wearing a colostomy bag, report said Tuesday. Seven, uh, is it Seven? I guess his name's Seven. Seven Bridges hanged himself at his family's home on Saturday while his mother was out grocery shopping. Child's mother, Tammy Charles, said she found him hanging inside a closet. Man. Oh, as a dad, that just I can't even imagine. She said, I saw my son dead. That's something in my head, Tammy Charles told the station. Bridges was born with an unspecified bowel condition and endured 26 unsuccessful surgeries. Wow. I can't even imagine. To fix the issue. The ailment resulted in the need to wear a colostomy bag. A colostomy bag collects waste from a portion of the colon outside the body. Bullies reportedly target the child over the smell from the bag. Bridges endured months of repeated bullying. His mom told the station, JCPS, you failed my baby, Charles said of her son's school district. Charles told the station that the family absolutely plans to take legal action. Of course, they'll get a million dollars, $5 million, $50 million. The boy tormented. You know the sad part about these two stories I just read you? Mission Boy 13, his name is Michael Martin, an eighth grader. And then we have this 10-year-old boy, Seven Bridges, Seven Bridges. You know what's interesting about these two boys? They're both boys of color. Beautiful young boys. 
They're both black. At least I believe they are. I mean, look at the picture. They look of color. And you know what? There's going to be no Black Lives Matter march for these two kids. No one's going to mention them. Their mothers won't be at the State of the Union dress invited by Democrats. See, it, it, they won't even be mentioned again. Why? Because their lives don't matter. What matters is how they died. See, this is the world we live in. At some point, we've got to start being honest with ourselves. Now, if these two boys were killed by a cop, there'd be riots in the street right now. There'd be people, I mean, up in arms. There'd be people picketing the White House because Trump's a racist. If these two boys were killed by a white person, it would be all over the news. But I had to go and look for these two boys, these two beautiful boys, these brown-skinned boys, these boys that had so much potential. But most people never know they even lived. Because unfortunately, what we're telling people, it doesn't matter. Uh, lives don't matter. What matters is how someone dies. Black lives, it seems, only matters when they get killed by a cop or when they get killed by somebody who's white. All lives matter. These two young boys of color, they were in so much pain. And like the mother said, nobody cared. And by the way, if you notice, I just look at things. Both boys had totally different names, last names, than their mothers. So what you're seeing is either unwed mothers having babies or parents getting divorced and new kids. Don't you see the pain? Why does this all matter? Because leaders, we can make a difference. Leaders, we're supposed to be hope peddlers. And there's a choice because every single human being has pain. That's part of this experience called life. It's biblical. It's biblical. Sanctification in the Christian world is the process of God using all our hurts, all our pains to grow us, to make us more like his son, Jesus Christ. I mean, Jesus himself was incarnated to die. Talk about painful life. His soul was unto death. So pain is part of the experience. But the question is today, what do we do with the pain? Because it's like a switch yard in a railroad station. You can either go one way or the other. There's just two ways. You can take your pain and you can help other people. Or you can take your pain and you can continue to hurt people. And then you pass it on. Sins of the Father go three and four generations for those that hate God. So today, ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to give you a choice to suggest that as a great leader... You can take your pain and you can help other people. Your pain can create a chasm for joy to fill up. We'll be back in three minutes. When I attended the Leadership Awakening Workshop, I didn't know what to expect, but I was open. The tools taught at Leadership Awakening helped me discover things about myself that were holding me back from being all God created me to be. Providential? That word coins these life-changing classes because I now realize there are works God has already created for me to walk in, and these workshops helped me to see this more clearly. I received practical insights that I am already applying to be a more focused businesswoman, influential mom to my two teenagers, an eight-and-a-half-year-old son, and patient and passionate wife. I got rid of a lot of clutter in my head. BS, they call it, belief systems that were not serving me. If you want to know what it means to empower others instead of trying to control them, if you want to build a productive team in two days, if you want to press the reset button in your life and give yourself a fresh new beginning, then do yourself and your family a favor and attend the next Leadership Awakening. It's time the giant in you comes alive. Leadership Awakening is coming to Chicago, March 14th through the 16th. Details at likeitmatters.net. Hi, this is Lee with the Kingdom Builders. The colder weather tends to allow for more time to reflect on things. 
Sometimes we wonder if we're doing the right things, or at least wonder if we're doing the best things. As a business, it is easy to be distracted by the advice of others, the influence of the world's view on how things should be, and certainly by our carnal desires. We pray that as the Kingdom Builders continues, that we would never lose sight of what and who is really important. As we will certainly make mistakes in this endeavor, we trust that the Church, the Word, and the Holy Spirit will guide and direct us back on point. This is Matthew with the Kingdom Builders. We strive to have our standard be God's standard. One of the ways we do that is we regularly look to God's Word to examine our hearts and our motives because we try to glorify the Lord Jesus in everything we do. We strive to take these standards on your roof, on your gutter job, whatever it might be. Give us a call at 612-900-9166 or look us up at thekingdombuilders.net. Here's what business owner Ken Johnson had to say about the impact Like It Matters Leadership Awakening had on his employees. Since then, they have been on fire. They have been committed as a team, absolutely changed. They are energized in a way that is, is off the charts different and better than we ever had before. First of all, best investment I ever made. Secondly, we decided to reduce our investment in some other areas so we can reinvest that money in more people for this experience. Every single person has been thrilled with the results and myself included. Change the course of your life by attending the next Like It Matters Leadership Awakening in Minneapolis. March 28th through the 30th. Go to likeitmatters.net, click on Schedule for Leadership Awakening near you. Leadership Awakening. We don't take applicants, only commitment. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters, inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, your radio life caddy, and you can call me Mr. Black. And boy, today I am stirred up. I know I'm ruffling some feathers. I know I'm pushing on some buttons. I'm sure I'm going to get some phone calls in St. Louis from a couple of black preachers that don't like the truth that I'm saying. But you know what, ladies and gentlemen? The truth will set you free. Jesus said that. My name was Charles Garfield that said the truth will set you free, but first it's going to make you miserable. It's going to make you uncomfortable. And you know, we've got to have a little misery right now, but joy will come in the morning. When we face the truth, when we put our big boy pants on, our big girl pants on, And we start saying, you know what, I'm just as guilty as everybody else. It's time to change some things. It's time to change the culture in our world. It's time to change the culture in our families. It's time to change the culture in our country. And a culture is nothing more than a series of repeated events, acceptable behaviors, norms, practices and norms that are now construed as okay. Like right now, it's okay uh, to attack someone who was elected president if you didn't vote for them, if you didn't like them, to destroy them, to want to rape their wife, to burn down their house, uh, to beat them up if they're wearing a hat that you don't like. Isn't that amazing? And yet we're, we're all concerned about bullying people, right? There's this anti-bully. But it's okay. It's okay to bully someone that doesn't vote the same way you do. It's okay to bully someone that voted for Trump. It's okay to bully someone that's wearing a uh, Make America Great hat again. It's okay to bully someone who believes in the Bible. It's okay to bully someone who believes in Jesus Christ. Don't you see? We're saying it's okay to bully. But then we're uh, supposedly on an anti-bully campaign. Uh, This was uh, out of yesterday's paper. Uh, About 50 students and adults rallied outside a high school in Nova Scotia, Canada on Tuesday 
calling for an end to bullying after a team with cerebral palsy was used as a human bridge to cross the stream earlier this month. Brett Corbett, 14, of Glacier Bay, was seen bullied and taunted in a video that went viral. Students hurled profanities at the teen and called on him to lie face down in the creek outside of Glace Bay High School. He said, quote, I was freezing. No one wanted to help me, Brett told Global News. Signs at Tuesday's rally read, step up so others don't get stepped on. And stop bullying. We stand with Brett. Boxer Ryan Rizicki from Sydney, Nova Scotia, made an appearance at the rally. He said, uh, he said he could relate to how Brett was mistreated. He said, quote, I was a victim myself, and it definitely changed my life, and I ended up making the most of it, Rizicki said. It's just not right. Rally organizer Dion Dermody said she has firsthand experience working with people who have cerebral palsy. To see Brett hurt like that really pulled at my heart, she told him. The obvious lack of respect for fellow human beings, in this case someone different due to his cerebral palsy, in the Glace Bay High School video is a signal that whatever the school's doing regarding bullying isn't clearly not working. The problem is we're a bunch of hypocrites. We're telling people one thing, but we're doing something different. We can justify our own hatred. Some of you justify your hatred for Donald Trump because why do you hate him? Because he hates. And so now you go to Antifa, you beat people up, you spit in people's face, you cut people off your Facebook, you judge them based on the decision they made, and you judge their intent of their heart. And we say that's okay. An entire media is out there doing that. And your kids see that. And your kids hear people calling the president F word and all that. And yet then we tell them to treat adults with respect, to honor authority. A cop pulls you over uh, and you go crazy because he's going to harass you. Because Don't you see? We're telling one thing with our words and one thing with our actions. And so here was an editorial about that article. It said, so much for years of anti-bullying messages. All those speeches and wearing pink campaigns apparently meant nothing to a group of Glace Bay high schoolers who a week ago thought it would be funny to bully a classmate with cerebral palsy into lying down in a stream so others could walk on him. A sickening video taken of the incident has shocked and disgusted Canadians from coast to coast. As appalling as what happened was, it's even more disturbing that the victim, 14-year-old Brett Corbett, says the school ignored his complaints of being bullied. His mother told the Herald's uh, Andrew Rankin that the school initially tried to sweep what happened under the rug, only suspending some students, only some. McEckern said a teaching assistant even told her son on Tuesday that the suspensions were Corbett's fault. You know that. That guy that wore that Make America Great hat again, you know, into the thing, he deserved to get beat up. It was his fault. It was his fault because he shouldn't be wearing the hat. That guy who uh, wore I Support Trump built the wall, he was beaten up. It was his fault he was beaten up. That woman who wore the revealing clothes, it was her fault she was raped. Oh, no one would ever say that because that would be shaming somebody. We don't want to sex shame anybody. We don't want to fat shame anybody, but we can politically shame people. We can shame people uh, because of choices that weren't their own. His mother said her son was pushed into it. Commentators, uh, commenters on Facebook said the boy's phone had been taken, and Corbett was told he'd only get it back if he let others walk on him to cross the stream. Afterwards, they threw his phone in the water because that's just we're such loving people. What's going on here? School officials wouldn't comment on Thursday. Unfortunately, this isn't the first time we've heard parents say this is going on, that plaints are being ignored. 
Only last year, a spate of suicides by young people in Cape Breton was blamed on bullying. The story of Rita Parsons and her tragic death in 2013 after attempting suicide to escape relentless bullying is known nationwide. The obvious lack of respect for fellow human beings, in this case someone different due to his cerebral palsy. Isn't amazing? Yes, respect should be taught at home. But as we all know, not all parents are up to the task. And so they're saying, so it's school's responsibility to demand that students behave as civilized members. But they're getting a totally different story. All they got to do is look on the news. Watch the news where it's okay. The sport of the day is to destroy Trump and all his derelicts that voted for him. 45% of the country are a bunch of losers. And they should be attacked. And they should be spit upon. And they should be denigrated. That's what Hitler did. Hitler told people that Jews were dogs. That they were less than human. Just like Louis Farrakhan believes that they're less than human, so you should kill them. You should destroy them. Another supporter of democratic principles. Some of you got to realize if we're going to do this right, if we're going to change this, then we got to quit setting ourselves one standard and setting everybody else a different. That's why leadership is critical. Leaders lead by example. Two things about leaders. Number one, we're hope peddlers. We got to give people hope. That no matter what's going on today, that it can be different tomorrow. That's called hope. And secondly, we got to realize it's not about us. Leadership is a loop. Rule number one about being a leader, it's not about you. Leadership's a loop. we got to flex our pecs, leaders. It's about permission. It's ex example. It's culture. We give people permission through our actions. Quit being a hypocrite. Quit telling people basically metaphorically and analogously without saying it. That, listen, do what I say, not what I do. Listen to me preach about how bad the Republicans are as we Democrats do just as bad things. It doesn't make sense at all. None of it makes sense. And yet we're wondering why it's getting worse. It's getting worse because we're setting a terrible example. You give permission through your actions. And then it's an example a picture's worth a thousand words. You can tell people, don't bully, don't bully, don't bully, don't bully. And then you punch a guy in the face for wearing a Make America Great hat again, and you think you're some hero. I thought you aren't supposed to bully. I'm so, you're not supposed to treat people based on external stimuli. Remember Dr. King? We're celebrating Black, Black History Month now. Dr. King says, I look forward to the day that one day my four little children will live in a nation where they are not judged by the color of their skin. In other words, they're not judged by external uh, quantifiers, external things. They're judged by the content of their character. They're judged by their inside, by their heart, by their thoughts, by their actions. That's why. At some point, we've got to change it. We can't have one standard for us and another standard for other people. I mean, think about this. This whole uh, Me Too movement. The whole time's up. We just saw this with Brett Kavanaugh, the Supreme Court nominee. 36 years ago, Christine Ford, she made an accusation that could not be, no one could prove them. And yet everybody said, you got to believe every woman. Everybody said, this has to be fully investigated by the FBI. Everybody said, you can't give power to a man who did this to a woman. And now we go to uh, Virginia, and it's all different. Virginia's lieutenant governor, Justin Fairfax, his accusers, Vanessa Tyson, a Democrat, a liberal, all that. 
And she's not believed now because the Democrats need this this young black lieutenant governor to be a governor because he's got a good future in the Democratic Party. So now, you know, Miss Tyson is not to believe. She's lying. She's making it up. At some point, there needs to be one standard, people. Do your kids see one standard? Do your employees see one standard? Does your spouse see one standard? Do those that believe like you politically see one standard? See, this is the problem today. We want everybody else to change. We want all the Trump supporters to change. We want all the Democrats to change or all the Republicans to change. We want everybody else to hold their tongue. We want everybody else to do this. But when are we going to lead by example? Leadership's a loop. It's permission. It's example. It's culture. How are you giving people permission? When we do something, we give other people permission to do the same. And as you take a look at your life, leader, all the things you do, the way you talk about people you like and the way you talk about people you don't like, how much gossip is going on in your life? How many people are you trashing to other people? And even though you're talking about somebody else, that person knows that when they're not around, you're probably trashing them too. What is the standard of your behavior 24-7? Not five hours a day, not four days out of the week. But who are you? Why are you here? What's your purpose? If today was your last day on this planet, did it matter one bit that you were given the gift of life? What difference did it make? At some point, leaders, we got to realize our words and our actions must be congruent. If we don't have our word, if our leaders, if people following us see us saying one thing and doing something different, they're going to become skeptical and they're going to do just like us and be a hypocrite. So today we're talking about hurting people and the question I'm asking you, what to do with the pain on Like It Matters Radio. We'll be back in three minutes. Give a person a fish and you feed them for a meal. Teach them to fish and you change their destiny. At Like It Matters Radio, we teach you how you were made, how you create experience, and how you can change your world by changing your thinking. Opioid addiction, mental health crisis, PTSD, the soaring suicide rate, political hate and animosity. There is a crisis of toxic proportions and it is destroying us. This pandemic is destroying the foundation of our hope. Hope is fading. At Like It Matters Radio, we help people change their life by changing their thinking and doing based on how we are made. Our mission is to help people maximize their potentials and to live their life like it matters. Our goal is to change this world through our national radio show, bringing hope to listeners everywhere in every heart, body, and soul. We need your help, sponsors, donors, and helpers to do the work that needs to be done to change our world. If you are willing, please email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Again, that's mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Join our posse today and leave a legacy for others to follow. Email us at mrblack at likeitmattersradio.com. In the subject line, put posse. Still need more of Mr. Black? Understand how your brain is wired with brain mapping. This innate intelligence profile will identify your personality and learning styles to help you maximize your potential. Transformational Leadership Awakening has changed the life of thousands of participants and can change yours too. Mr. Black also does one-on-one life caddy work. If you want him to walk with you and help you be your dreams, 
that having Mr. Black as a life coach is the answer. Training is available on an individual basis and company-wide, all at likeitmatters.net. Over two-thirds of Christian young people will step away from their faith while attending a non-Christian college or university. Recent research even shows that in a sample of 1,200 colleges and university faculty, 53% held unfavorable feelings toward evangelical Christians, while at the same time holding favorable opinions of most other religious groups. So how do we reverse this ever-rising tide? At Wellness Radio 1570, we believe we have a solution. Wellness Radio is proud to announce our exclusive partnership with Judson University. Through our partnership, we are excited to offer a limited number of special grants designed to decrease the cost of tuition by over half, making a private Christian college education even more attractive and affordable. These tuition grants are available now. Call me, Alyssa Brecken, at 651-289-4406 to learn more. Or visit our website at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. Welcome back to Like It Matters Radio. Radio, Like It Matters inspiration, education, and application. I am your blessed radio host, and you can call me Mr. Black. If you miss any of today's show, just go to LikeItMattersRadio.com, and you can listen to this and many archived messages as well. And today we're talking about hurting people, hurting people. And I want to recommend a great book. It's by Dr. Sandra D. Wilson. It's called Hurt People, Hurt People by Dr. Sandra D. Wilson. It's called Hope and Healing for Yourself and Your Relationships. You know, we live in a world that is so um, uh, content on pitting people against each other. If you look at the political climate, the political climate, all they want you to do is deal in fear and hate. Uh, the entire Democratic Party, uh, what they want to do is for you to fear Trump, to hate Trump, and anybody that voted for him uh, is evil. Why do you think you guys all want to beat up any Trump supporter? That's me, so you're going to have to come and find me and beat me up. Trump is not my savior. I have one. He's Jesus Christ. Uh, he is not my God. I got one of those. And I'm not an apologist for him. I can't. I, half the stuff he does, I shake my head at. Uh, but I do not doubt that God is using him. Do not doubt that Christians have a defender in the White House for the first time in a long time. And yet so many of you who call yourself Christians vote for the other party uh, who just wants to destroy, who goes against everything that your Bible tells you to believe in. Uh, and yet we, we get wrapped up in this pain. That's why we get angry and bitter. i got to be honest with you. I had to come to the realization uh, this year, just recently, that I still have a lot of uh, a lot of harboring hurt going on in me and you know i've dealt with a lot of pain in my life uh and i gotta realize i i came to the realization just about a month ago that i'm still harboring a lot of hurt uh more like wallowing in self-pity you know and think about it the root uh, root of self-pity is this belief that i deserve better you know and usually for a lot of us the self-pity starts uh, as a child where we realize that we don't realize the grip it has on us till later in life but as a child, a lot of us were abused. We were abandoned. Some of you were violated as a child and, and, and believe that uh, we have the right to hang on to that hatred. You know, but we're wrong. We don't because it just kills us. Forgiveness and part of what I do in my training is a part of deliverance. We need to deal with the past. There's a lot of, uh, you know, stuff in our past that's never been dealt with, properly processed. Unless we properly process it, we can never let it go. And if we don't let it go, we carry it into other people's lives. We carry our chains of pain. You know, we are far more similar than we are different. We have a political class that wants to turn black against white. 
you know, blacks against Mexicans, uh, women against men, uh, Republicans against Democrats, uh, pro-Trump supporters, and then those of you that are in the resistance want to destroy him at any cost. Your entire life is about destroying Donald Trump, even uh, at the, the expense of hurting our country. And we're pitting people against each other, old versus young. Now we got this big socialist mood. Democrats want to make us into Venezuela, and some of you are okay with that because just give me my stuff. Pay for my health care, pay for my house, pay for my education. Wow, oh, America, America, where did she go? And you got to realize that we are far more similar. And once we realize we are far more similar, we might have some empathy because what's lacking in today's world is understanding. As leaders, it is our job to get out of our own map of reality and step into someone else's map of reality. We don't have to agree with it. We don't have to buy into it. But if I can understand you a little bit better and you can understand me a little bit better, it doesn't make sense we're in a position to have a better relationship. And one thing I do in my training at a deep emotional time is I turn the lights really low and I get people in two circles and they lock eyes and they're no more than six inches away. I mean, the tips of their nose are almost touching and they're locked into each other's soul looking eye to eye. And I have them look deep and I say, this is a living, breathing human being. This person has dreams and desires. They have fear and pain. They want to love and be loved. They want to know they matter. They want to know they're special. They want to know they have a purpose. They want to protect their kids. They want to provide for their family. They want to be a, quote, good person. They want to have some success. We have a lot more similar than we are different. And you can look at the darkest, tallest a person, and then look at the shortest, lightest person. And I've been told that 99.9% of their DNA is identically the same. 99.9. So we are far more similar than we are different. So let's start focusing on the similarities. And I got this article from Reader's Digest. It says, seven things you do that only make the pain worse. And when we're talking about pain, we got to differentiate. Because there's physical pain, you know, that's handled differently. There's psychological pain. There's emotional pain. There's relational pain, spiritual pain. But this article says your thoughts and attitudes toward your pain play a bigger role than you think in your pain symptoms. And it says here's how to trick your brain into feeling less pain. So everyone experiences pain differently. How much distress it causes varies from person to person because it's how we play it. How we play it over, it doesn't matter what happens to us in life. What matters is how we respond to it. It says here, a lot depends on how you think. If you're hopeful, optimistic, and realistic in your thoughts, your pain level will seem lower. On the flip side, there are a number of different thinking patterns that can make pain worse. Do you hear that? It's a, it's a brain game. It's a mind game. The battle is in the head. That's why I teach you how your head works. Go to likeitmatters.net. You think, what if? If you have an active imagination, envisioning pain as evil, certain that it's leading to further disaster or disease, you ask yourself constantly, what if? And think about it. So you get a symptom and then you go online and you look at the stuff. You have pancreatic cancer. You have uh, gut, irritable bowel syndrome. You have all this and you get yourself worried. So you think of what if? Or you think, I should. You might be embarrassed or ashamed of admitting you're in pain and would rather suffer from pain than being seen as a wimp or complainer because you should be able to manage. That's why a lot of people don't get uh, psychological help. That's why I tell people in my leadership training at likeitmatters.net, you'll get more psychotherapy in that two days than if you were signed up for psychotherapy for two years. 
I teach you how you work. I teach you how you create experience. Remember, we were born to create. Genesis 1-1, the first sentence in the Bible. In the beginning, God created. And then I always tell people, stop there. Our first introduction to God is as creator. And then 25 verses later, Genesis 1-26, let us make man in our image. We were made in the God class. Why does that matter? Because to think is to create. As a person think in their heart, so are they. From the overflow of the heart, the mouth speaks. So it's in our head. It's what we do. We make things real or we make things not real. No one responds to reality. We respond to our map of reality. In transactional analysis, study of transactional analysis, we learn there's a stimulus and a response. The stimulus does not dictate the response. What happens after someone says something or does something, we go into our past. We start thinking. We think in pictures. We think in sounds. And we think in feelings. And based on that, because our mind is six times faster than we talk, we respond to what we're thinking about what they said and did, not what they did. So you think I should. Or you have an all or nothing thinking style. You view the world in absolutes. It's either a good or a bad day. There can't be in between. When I was a young kid, my childhood was so traumatic, I put it all in one big black bag, said trash, and threw it all out. That wasn't true. There was some good stuff back there. But I had to recreate it. I had to recreate a past because I put it all as bad, but it wasn't all bad. There's a lot of stuff back there that was good that I had to re-add back into my experience. Another reason you make pain worse is you filter out all the good stuff. It's a filtering process. You pay attention to all the difficult, sad, and horrible things in your life and ignore some of the other better things going on in your life. Sound familiar? Another thing you can do to make your pain worse is you overgeneralize. If you experience a pain flare-up while out shopping, you think that you always get pain when you go out. The problem with this type of thing is you start to overinflate the frequency of the problem and your self-fulfilling prophecy. Your good, the good Lord put the eyes in the front of your face. So you look in the direction you're moving and you move in the direction you're looking. We, everything we do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And you're creating a belief system that whenever you're out, you always get pain. And so guess what's going to happen whenever you go out? You're going to get pain because you programmed yourself that way. Or here's another thinking problem. You think things are worse than they are. This thinking style takes everyday problems that you face and turns them into something huge to surmount. You make a mountain out of a molehill. And the last one, you play martyr. You subconsciously want to hang on to your pain because it serves you in some way. There are people I've worked with over the years that have been molested, that have been abused, that call themselves a victim, whether by the uh, the priest uh, molesting boys in the Catholic Church or whatever. And some people have attached that victimhood to their identity. I'm a victim. I'm this. And I always tell people, be careful what you add to your identity. Because if you know their neurological levels of change, it's a lot easier to change what you do than who you are. And so I've met the enemy. He's living in my shorts. It's a mind game. If you're gonna, we're going to change this country, if we're going to change our families, if we're going to change our lives, if we're going to change our world, then we must change our thinking. Everything you do or do not do is driven by a belief system. And most of our beliefs have been in place since we're six years old. And so it's time to revisit the past. It's time to process our pain. It's time to become everything we are created to be. It's time to raise the bar in our personal and professional life. Go to likeitmatters.net. I'll help you. You are under construction on the Like It Matters radio network. I am Mr. Black, helping you to be more hopeful about your future, reminding you, when you live your life like it matters, it does.
My name is Dr. Stephen Troviani, MD. My practice is North Star Neurological Clinic. If you've had pain that has not resolved with the treatment you've received, it may well be that the source of that pain is not being addressed. My job as a neurologist is to evaluate and determine as precisely as possible the cause. The way we go about resolving that pain is tailoring the treatment plan to that specific source. There are some conditions which uh, are amenable to physical therapy that we provide through my office. Some may require surgery, and we make those uh, referrals as well. But the point is, when we make those referrals, we make those referrals to people in whom I have great confidence. I can be reached at our office number, which is 763-416-1400. We can also be reached online through NorthstarPainCare.com. Again, NorthstarPainCare.com. Your resource for health and wellness is Wellness Radio 1570, KDIZ Golden Valley, a service of safety. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.